Welcome to the Cleaning for Profit podcast, the podcast that helps you get started in your own cleaning business. For more information on starting your own cleaning business, visit cleaningforprofit.com. Hi there, my name is Tom Watson, and I will be walking you through this episode. Today's episode is titled, Distributing Flyers, Who and How Many? Well, when you first start out, the whole name of the game is getting the word out that you own a cleaning business. If nobody knows you own a cleaning business, then it's nobody's going to call you. So this is a big numbers game. You have to make this big push to get people aware that you're now in business because nobody knows. Even if you start telling all your friends and family, which is a very good start, you still there's you know literally millions of people within your relative area that simply don't know who you are. They they got no idea. And when you're first starting out and you don't have a lot of money, one of the cheapest ways to get the word out is by handing out flyers in some way, shape, or form with your business card attached, preferably. Now, once you say, hey, I, you know, I would like to really hand out flyers, you have to really ask yourself, what's my strategy? What, what's what's going to be my approach here? And I'm going to tackle briefly both markets, commercial and residential, starting with commercial. The, the first question you have to ask yourself is, who is my market? Who, who am I going after? And if you're new, you want to start small, you know, because like I'm fond of saying, if you're going to make a mistake in bidding a job when you ultimately get there, you might as well make it a small mistake. You know, you can't start out bidding school districts. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. You have to start small and then gradually get comfortable with that type building size, and then you work your way up into larger and larger buildings. It doesn't really take all that long per se, you know, but you can't start out doing the big stuff. You have to start out doing the small stuff and get, you know, get your ducks in a row first. Get used to the workload, get used to how to make a customer happy, get used to how long it takes to clean a certain amount of space. Uh, that's really the, one of the most important parts. And from there, you can grow. But when you first start out, you're going to start out small stuff, and small stuff, I would argue, is uh, real estate offices. They're usually nothing more than a house in many cases. You know, sometimes you run into ones bigger than that. But I would be handing out flyers to tons of real estate offices, as many as you can find. Uh, even small insurance agents, you know, a lot of times they have their own little building or within a strip mall of some kind. And medical facilities, a lot of them are small. You know, you don't have to go for the big, uh, you know, 50,000 square foot facilities. There's tons of little doctor's offices around that you can hit. And if you're uh, a little farther along in this process and you could certainly tackle some apartment complexes or mail out to some property management companies or stop by, whatever you decide to do. And over on the house side, your market is pretty much high-end neighborhoods that can support somebody who, uh, you know, somebody's got enough spare change to say, hey, I'd like to hire somebody to clean my house. Go into a neighborhood that's all really working class. It's going to be a lot harder road to hoe for you because you only want to deal with people that got a lot of uh, spare change to spend on cleaning the house. You know, you don't want a, somebody who's just borderline. There's not enough money to be made there. You got to go to neighborhoods that are higher end neighborhoods that can support a good amount of cleaning service jobs. And uh, so that, that would be my uh, approach there. The, the second part of this uh, and the how many, a lot of people call, they email me and they talk about how much work they did 
to try to get the phone to ring and then the phone doesn't ring. And this is where people don't really, uh, they can't get their head around the type of effort it takes to make the phone ring. People have called me and said they gave out, you know, 20, 30, 40 flowers and, you know, they're, they're astonished that the phone hasn't rang and it simply doesn't work that way. You have to give out hundreds and hundreds of flyers and they have to be good flyers too. If you're handing out a piece of junk, nobody's going to call you. So your flyer has to be good. There's a lot of examples on my website. You can go looking to see what's the standard you should be shooting for, but you got to have a good flyer and a professional looking business card. And then you have to give out a lot of them. I was giving out a couple hundred per week for months and months on end. You know, you can't just give out a hundred and, you know, sit back and put your feet up and ask, you know, how come my phone's not ringing? It just doesn't work that way. It, it You have to have this concerted effort that is just every day you're putting out flyers, whether you're mailing them like every week or you're handing them out or, you know, whatever you're doing, dropping them off by, uh, you know, at the, the door or of a, a, a doctor's office or walking them in or whatever you're doing. I used to mail them. You got to have this big effort, you know, because on average, you may get one out of 100 people contact you. So if you only gave out 100, maybe you got one phone call. Now, you also have to keep in mind that you may have to give out, even if it's like one in 100, that doesn't mean you're guaranteed to get one in 100. You may give out 600 in a row with nothing. And then the next batch of 100, you get six calls. It all averages out in the long run, but you're not guaranteed nothing in the short run. So that's something you have to keep in mind. And another thing you have to remember is that you cannot get frustrated by any lack of phone calls or activity. And, and I say this because all you need is one or two jobs, and it makes all this effort worthwhile. The amount of money that you can make when you do this right is a small price to pay for the effort it takes to get the jobs, you know, especially on the commercial side. You know, I, uh, you know, we did a, and I'm fond of telling this story. We we you know took a half a day and handed out flyers in this little one section. Uh, it, it was near a, a job we already had. We said, well, let's market some more into this little section of uh, professional buildings. And with a couple hours worth of work, making up the flyers, and then going around handing them out. And we got a job that was $25,000 a year just for the cleaning. And then that didn't even include all the carpet cleaning and all the other type of stuff. This was a, a, a really killer account that we got just from handing out flyers. Um, now, you know, we had handed out flyers for days before and nothing happened. And that's life. And you're going to have to just accept that. Over the long haul, the principle works. You're going you're gonna to have to invest the time to get out there and spread the gospel that you own a cleaning business. You're not going to get phone calls right away. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. But you have to have a long-term vision. You have to be willing to pay the price. You may do this every day or, you know, every week for a month. And nothing happens. But then the phone will ring. If you've got a good offer, a good flyer, and you look professional and you act professional when they call you, you that's you, you're going to make some money because you don't need a lot of accounts to really make a good uh, amount of money in this business. You just have to have a long-term vision. You can't worry. You can't be thinking about today and tomorrow. How come the phone ain't ringing? Long-term vision. That's what's needed. And uh, that's going to wrap up today's lesson. 
who and how many. Figure out who you want to market to, real estate offices, small uh, insurance agents, medical facilities over on the commercial side, on houses, high-end neighborhoods, and how many? As many as possible consistently week after week after week. At least 100 or 200 a week. I used to do three, four, or 500 a week. It all depends on your budget and how much time you have. But you have to have a consistent effort and you can never, ever stop. Once you start seeing results, that doesn't mean you stop. That means keep pushing, keep going. Uh, and uh, so that wraps up the episode. Uh, for more information on how to start your own cleaning business, I encourage you to visit my blog over at cleaningforprofit.com. Just click on the blog section for my latest posts. Should you have any questions or comments about this episode, just visit the website and go to the Contact Me page. I look forward to hearing from those of you, those of you who touch base, and I'll talk to the rest of you next week.